everybody welcome back to another edition of the untitled jeff luck podcast i'm your host jeff luck it's the second 12 questions version of the podcast for this season and i'm pleased to be joined today by Corey lajoy of tristar motorsports Corey was driving the number 72 car in last week's daytona 500 and unfortunately he finished last after they blew an engine shortly into the race but he's still always fun to talk to and I thought he might have a lot to say and contribute to the 12 questions. So hopefully you will think that is the case. Corey, of course, is the son of Randy LaJoy, who is the two-time Xfinity Series champion. And Corey himself was part of a group of young drivers with Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, guys like that, part of those NASCAR Next classes. And But he just never really seemed to get the opportunity uh, he did drive for BK Racing last year and now is with TriStar, still hoping for that big break. But I appreciate him taking some time out of his Daytona 500 week to chat. So let's see what he had to say for the 12 questions. All right, everybody, I'm here with Corey LaJoy. Corey, this is the first 12 questions we've done. I'm, I'm stoked about this. Yeah, I don't really even know what to expect, but uh, I'm usually good for some content, so here we go. I know. I, I recall that about you from your days way back okay so question number one is how often do you have dreams about racing um not 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 a whole lot um when you're a little kid you, you got a little more vivid dreams on trying to win the 500 and then you get here and it's uh you're, you're kind of fighting an uphill battle every week with with a couple of places i've been so your your dream starting to start to be a little more realistic so you dream of like maybe running like 12th on a good day uh but no i don't i don't have like i'll dream i, I dream about like weird stuff but for the most part i don't have like vivid racing dreams okay so if you get into someone during a race intentional or not does it matter if you apologize oh yeah you gotta address it right up front oh yeah yeah you can't let it fester just like i mean just like life man you do it wrong like it just only gets worse and and tempers only get better the or more bitter the longer you go and then don't address it so yeah, I think that uh, especially the the reasons why people get into it is because they race each other hard week after week, and if you race that person week after week, that means you're going to be parked next to them, right? Like, so that's how it always happens. You get in a fight with somebody, and then you're riding on the intro truck with them the next week. You know, something like that happens all the time. So nip it in the butt, nip it in the bud, grow a pair. If if you didn't mean to, just tell. Them, hey, I didn't mean to. Just, you know, I, I've had to do that a couple times, and but. Yeah, you got you can't let you can't let that grow because then you end up like, you know, you get a Matt Kenseth Joey situation <laughs> and that that didn't end up good for either one of them. Yeah. Okay, so what is the biggest compliment someone could give you? Uh, well, for this the stage that I'm at in my career, you know, you're just trying to you're trying to survive and, and scratch and claw and stay in the sport because it's you know you're hoping for an opportunity to get you know in, in a in a well funded car. Uh, but for now, you know, you just, you're here, you're digging, you're scratching, you're clawing. And, and when do, when, when people from the other side of the garage, you know, acknowledge and that they know, you know, how, how, I'm wor- how hard I'm working and, and, and they see me develop as a race car driver, even though, uh, the results may not show it every week. Uh, when somebody actually, uh, you know, uh, on that side notices and, and says, you know, Hey man, do a good job, keep it up. 
um, it, it definitely it makes you it makes it makes the hard work worth it sometimes because uh, you know it's not going unnoticed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so NASCAR comes to you and they're like, "All right, Corey, we're bringing a celebrity to the race, and we're wondering if you're going to have time to say hi." So, who is a celebrity that you'd be really excited to host? Probably Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah, why is yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, that guy's a stud. He's funny. <laughs> uh, you know, I think that'd be just a, a, a hilarious day of just walking around with that guy and showing him showing him our sport and seeing you know just showing him everything that that our lives are every week and and kind of see what he thinks. But I think that'd be that'd be my choice. Okay. So in an effort to and show, then, I mean, Blake Lively might come with him. Oh, so like, then you got to think about who his bonus. plus one is. So there you go. That's see, that's that's a really good thought. You yeah. got to think about who else they'd bring with right. them. Right. Yeah. Good thought. Okay. Uh, in an effort to show that they're a health conscious sport, NASCAR decides to offer the number one pit stall selection for an upcoming race to the first driver willing to go vegan for one month. Would you do it? <laughs> no, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> you haven't think about it. I don't. That that, that number one. That number one pit stall ain't worth like a good pizza and a cheeseburger and some beer. Like it's not any pit stalls worth that, man. I can't give that up. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. It's time for the random race challenge. I, I've picked a random race from your career, and you have to guess where you finished in this race. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is the K and N E series, 2012 year you finished second in points yeah. september race at loudon yeah finished second to larson by like three inches whoa okay so you remember that right off the bat right off the bat man that one that one was one of the ones that still sings because i i led if it was 150 laps i don't know if it was 75 you led 25 laps, laps. i led like the last 25 and i had last last rate late late race restart and i couldn't get going on a short run and larson rolled the top on me and I got back to him in three and moved him, and we crossed the line. He beat me by, like, three inches. And I hadn't won at Loudon up to that point. Always ran good, but that one that one was too close to too close to home. Oh, so I brought up a bad memory. No, no, it's oh. all good. I mean, obviously, it kind of, it brings up back when people used to think I was a good race car driver. <laughs> so that feels like a lifetime ago. But, uh, yeah, that was a... That was a fun race. Uh, Daryl finished third, too, in that race. Yeah, I have uh, Larson won, Bubba finished third, Chase Elliott finished fifth. So it was a pretty stacked field. Yeah, yeah Canyon was tough back then, man. You won um, five races that season. You finished that season with five straight top twos, and three of your five wins came in those final um, five races. So that was a pretty yeah. strong and then finish. we had a... Uh, Judgment call on a carburetor that cost us 25 points, and we lost the championship by six. Oh, is that what happened? I didn't mm-hmm. even remember that. Yeah. Dang. Was it the right call? Depends whose truck you're sitting on. <laughs> Not mine. I can assure you. <laughs> okay. Um, who's the best rapper alive? Oh, that's a good question because I like, I like rap music. Okay. I like it all, man. I, I'll, I'll have, like, some Mercy Me followed up by... Tupac or you know something something totally out, out, out there let me see who have my latest yeah see who my what's latest. on your phone here I like Rick Ross man Rick Ross the yeah, boss Rick Ross the boss um Meek Mill is good yep um yeah I got a lot of Rick Ross in here I like Gucci Mane too uh yeah so I'm a I'm a I like I like rap music I okay. like it all but so you're going with the boss for your answer? I'm going to go with Rick Ross, the boss. Okay, fair. 
We had uh, Kyle Bush last week said Eminem, so we have one vote oh, Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> he has to say that because that's what the big yellow, that's what the big yellow thing is on the hood of his car. That's true. Uh, who has the most punchable face in NASCAR? Wow, what a what a question that is. I mean, I I don't know. It just depends whose face needs to get punched in a certain situation, I guess. I don't. I mean, I pretty much like everybody. Some so, people just have annoying faces. Now, there's though, people's like faces I don't want to punch. I can tell you, like Newman. Yeah, that, that guy. Well. That guy's neck so solid. You punch his head. It's like one of the little little guys, like in the martial arts, like the little blow up thing with the with the black base, and his head just bounces right back off your fist. So Newman would be a would would be a guy I would not want to mess with. He's like cornbread fed. I feel like man. Newman would be like one of those people in the in a in a superhero movie where they start attacking attacking the guy and like it has no effect on him whatsoever. Like well, he he's just, just he's like the guy he's like the rock guy from the X Men. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> just like bounces off him. He's like yeah. keeps coming. Yeah, yeah. So I would say Ryan Newman has the least punchable face. <laughs> okay, the least punchable. That's good. Okay, this one's kind of complicated, but. So NASCAR enlists three famous Americans to be involved with your team for one race as part of this big publicity push they're doing. They're bringing Taylor Swift, LeBron James, and Tom Hanks. You have to decide one's going to be your crew chief, one's going to be your spotter, and the other one is going to be your motorhome driver. This is just for one weekend. So who would you just assign to what role? Taylor Swift, LeBron, and Tom Hanks, crew chief, spotter, and motorhome driver. Okay, so that's easy. LeBron James is going to be the crew chief. Okay. He's a great leader of men. Uh, he would get that ship rolling good. Probably doesn't know how to take a tire off, but he can get them people working like in a in a synchrony. I don't even know if that's a word, but symphony. Maybe you made it one. I'll call it that. But Tom Hanks on the roof spotting because I mean you just you, it's a it's a he he. What's that movie he was in with the plane? The oh the pilot oh yeah, uh, yeah. The, the one where he's crash landing on the Hudson. Landing on Hudson. Oh yeah, what's yeah. the miracle? Oh, ah. Miracle on the Hudson? No, no. no, that's Miracle on Ice. I'm playing. Oh, this is going to be so well, embarrassing yeah. people listen to this. We can't remember. <laughs> Don't put this one. Uh, well, yeah, it's a familiar voice. It's kind of like a calming Tom Hanks voice up on the right. roof. You know, like you don't get fired up. And then T-Swift will drive the bus. And I let her sing karaoke all she wanted. I mean, okay. It's just, that, that's how I would. You'd I hang out for the weekend? I'm I'm engaged. I can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Question. Okay, not like that. But, yeah. <laughs> Well, you could bring your fiance. I mean, I'm sure she'd I'm be sure fun she to hang out with. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah. T-Swift driving the bus. Tom Hanks on the roof. LeBron James calling shots. Okay. That's a dream team. I like it. Corey, what is the key to finding the best pre-race bathroom? Uh, Well, I've always said if you're a fan, you find the closest porta potty to wherever the, you get off the, the trucks for driver intros. Like, you can meet everybody from Danica to Dale Jr. to anybody else if you stand at the closest one off the driver intro truck. So usually there's a line about six deep of all drivers. Uh, so that's a little tip for the fans. If you want to get an autograph, don't worry about waiting around all day by the pit area because they're not going <laughs> to sign it. Go to the porta potty. Preferably try to have them sign it before they use the bathroom because there's no <laughs> sink in there. And... There you go. Okay. Good tip. So NASCAR decides it misses the highlight reel value brought by Carl Edwards backflips and they want a replacement. How much money would they have to pay you to backflip off your car after your next win? Uh, 
How much money? Yep. Does that include the medical bills they would have to I think pay for? That would probably you'd have have to negotiate that into it. Well, you asked that question to Hemrick, and then he's going to tell you for free like he, that's his thing. But for me, I have a hard time doing a backflip on a trampoline. So I'm going to say I'd, I'd probably do it for a hundred grand. Okay. Yeah, I'd do a backflip for a hundred grand, and Assuming. I'd be close to sticking it. Oh, so you wouldn't get hurt that bad? No. No, I I would make sure to park in the grass. <laughs> you know, I I would do it in the grass for sure. But yeah, I, uh, hundred grand, I'd do it. Okay. So question uh, each week, I ask a, a question from the last driver, and uh, Kyle Bush was the last one. He didn't know it was you specifically though, because I hadn't planned this yet. I should have. But his question was, um, so life on the road. You know, you're you're always traveling. Um, how do you balance the travel with each location? Whether whether you go out. You stay in a motorhome. Do you, you have a motorhome? No. So you stay in a hotel. Yeah. How do you how do you decide whether you're just going to chill, uh, go do something fun in that city? Like, what do you how do you how, what goes in the decision? Um. Well, I feel like I have a little more freedom. Not necessarily freedom, but uh, since I stay away from the racetrack, I can kind of see the surroundings when I leave and pick out different restaurants while I'm on the way back. But you know, I've, you've got your one or two restaurants you want to hit up pretty much in every in every city you go to, but you know, I go to Phoenix and I hike up Camelback, or uh, you know, there's a really good steakhouse in Atlanta. I always try to go to, and little things like that. Um, but you try to keep it a routine. You want to go to bed fairly early. Um, you know, maybe see some friends that are uh, that don't live at home but live somewhere else. You meet up with them. But um, I think it. I for now, I like staying in hotels, and for one, it doesn't cost me anything. <laughs> I have to show up and just get in our own car and go to the hotel. But um, Every everywhere has this little have its little perks. When there's some places that, like Pocono, like there's nothing really to do there. So uh, every everywhere has its pluses and minuses. So it's it's not like uh, you don't have to worry about race traffic too much the morning you get there early enough. Uh yeah, so I leave fairly early. Um that is a that is a a, a nightmare of mine. Like waking up in a cold sweat, like like waking up late racing, like oh, you know, then you're like okay, it's three thirty in the morning, let's go back to sleep. So there's your racing dreams. Yeah yeah like. <laughs> I, that's one of the dreams I've always had is, is, like, waking up and, like, you're late to practice, you're late to qualifying or something, and you wake up like, oh, whew, good thing. That's freaky. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, I don't, I haven't planned yet who the next interview is going to be with, but do you have a uh, question that I can ask another driver for next time I do this? <laughs> you should do Bubba. Okay. And then you should ask him how much gas money he gave me for driving him to school for three years. How much gas money? So what's the story here? Well, we went to the same high school. Okay. He was a year and a half younger than me or so. So I drove him, picked him up. So I live like five minutes away from school. So I had to drive past the school like 10 minutes, turn around, come back. So it was an extra 20 minutes twice to my day, right? Drove, drove him to school for, I think it was two and a half years. And he gave me $20 <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> and you ask him that question, he'll he'll bust out laughing. Yeah, so ask him how much gas money he gave me for wasting valuable time to come pick his ass up and bring him to school. <laughs> okay, but I love Bubba, but he needs to get. He should have given him more gas money. Okay, he still owes you and with interest. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he can afford it now. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, thanks, Corey, for doing this. Appreciate it, and we'll have to do it again sometime. No problem. It was fun. Thanks. All right, everybody. So there you have it. Uh, I'm trying to get Bubba on the schedule now. Uh, he's in high demand, 
So we will see how that works out. You know, typically I just ask for a question for the next guy, not a specific driver, because not all the drivers are always available. Or they can just do it at the drop of a hat. So we will see if Bubba is available in Atlanta to do the 12 questions and answer Corey's question, which is quite interesting. I do have a few thank yous that I'd like to give for people that have pledged on patreon.com slash Jeff underscore Gluck to support the podcast and my website. And this week, those include Chris Lee, Ed Emerson, Ben Johnson, JJ Roberts, and Mark Walker, who is from Australia and was at the tweet up with his friend uh, at Daytona 500. That was cool to see a couple people from Australia there. I'd previously met Mark once at Sonoma about five years ago. So pretty cool when people from other countries come to check out NASCAR races. Coming up on Thursday, I will have a How I Got Here podcast. That's the replacement for the social spotlight this year. And the latest one is with Mike Joy. If you missed the inaugural edition of that, it was with Steve O'Donnell last week. So I encourage you to go check that out as well. And last week's Kyle Busch 12 questions was also a good one. So if you missed that, make sure to catch up with that. So I'm back in Portland now and off to Atlanta on Thursday, where hopefully I will see some of you out there at the tweet up and at the racetrack. Until then, I'll talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.